Hello. Let's keep you on your toes. Oh. oh, hi. I was so ready. I was so ready. You've done that to me twice now. I was like, hey guys, welcome back. And you just, yeah. I, I was ready in my head. You, anyway, you're going to hey have to guys. take over now. What? No, I'm joking. See, oh yeah, no, Chris goes solo. Oh. We've actually been away because, yeah, we had a huge fallout and now Chris is going solo. This is it's my not, leaving that's episode. Not, that's not, that, 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 that didn't happen. That's not the one, okay? Um, <laughs> there is no, this is not, this is, this didn't happen. Um, I've lost my train of thought already. Okay, um, so we're back. It's been a few weeks. Hi. Uh, yeah, it, it was a bit of a chaotic one. It's been a, it's been a, it's a strange. Cat thought I died last weekend. Oh my god. Um, yeah. A legitimate fear, I suppose. <laughs> um. I mean, it, it's what happens when you sleep in so much. I slept in long enough that Cat had tried to call me on at least two different things. She sent me messages. Um. Meanwhile, where was I? Sleeping. And it's, it's not like I can call your mum and be like, is Chris alive, can I? Nope. <laughs> and no, your sister's to be honest, no longer My mum is always worried that I might be, if I even, <laughs> if I oversleep for work slightly, if I'm slightly later waking up than usual, she's like, are you alive? I'm like, yes, I'm alive. <laughs> I just, I just well, I'm not a robot. What, what do you expect from me? Should I, should I introduce this week's um, topic. big topic? Woo. Because it's episode 30. Um, yes. 30 episodes. It's a lot of episodes. That is, um, that is, you know, a significant period in our career, you know? It's a significant... This is, you know, I mean, some people... So the Spotify Raps just came out for the year. Oh, do you some have one pe- for the podcast? Or? Yeah. I had, I mean, okay, on my own, like, top three podcasts, um, our podcast was in there, because every week I have to make sure that it's actually uploaded properly, um, which does require me to then listen to it. But it's not only me who have listened to it, other people have been messaging me like, oh, my top podcast was the World Rights Podcast, or my, really? you know, oh, the World Rights so Podcast cool. is my top three. So we, we were some people's favourite this year. Oh my god, that's crazy. I know, I know. You, you're blown away, right? It's kind of weird. People are listening. It Hi. came up as the only podcast I listened to. It came up as number one. And then it was like, you haven't listened to any you other podcast. You haven't listened to anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I only listen to myself. Like, little narcissistic me. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, thank you for people who have listened. I mean, it's nearly been a year since we started the podcast. Can you believe it? No, we'll have to do something. Oh, yeah, we said we were going to have like a a throwback episode when it's been a year. It's the end of January, was it, that we started? I believe so. I believe so. So it's it's coming up. It's it's all all happening. But um, that's not what we're talking about this week. I just suddenly remembered it as I was about to talk about this week. That was quite positive. I know. Not not where we're going. That's good because it will counterbalance some of the rest of it. Um, (laughs) So. It's uh, we're recording it. It's the fifth of December. Okay, it's um, we're we, it, Christmas is coming, um, which for for most people, well, I say most people, for many people, it's 
you know, it's like, I was thinking about this morning, it's like, it's the most wonderful time of the year, right? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> well, unsurprisingly, I'm here, hello, it's me, the depressive, to um, talk about why Christmas can sometimes not be the most wonderful time of the year, um, and between me and Kat, talk a little bit about why uh, Christmas can be a difficult time of year, and one that instead of filling, I mean personally, instead of filling me with joy, fills me with just complete dread and a desire for it to be over as soon as possible, which sounds like every encounter I have in life. Um, but I think this episode should be like a bit of a, a comfort to those who, if maybe Christmas isn't their favourite thing, or even if like, personally, I, I love Christmas now, but there are still bits about it that stress me out and Mm -hmm. I feel like you know we're talking about it so that if you feel that way you just know that you're not the only one and that it's normal to because Christmas you can definitely feel like an odd one out at Christmas if you're surrounded by happy people Mm -hmm. um or people are like come on cheer up you know don't be a scrooge and you're like I hate everything about this and I just want this to end um so if that's you um buckle in and prepare to feel seen um and if it's not you um don't go anywhere have a listen um it might make you yeah aware of like i I know uh chris and i spoke briefly on the phone about it the other day and there's you learn stuff from other people's perspectives so like if you see someone that's maybe not enjoying it so being like oh you're scrooge like bar humbug to you then maybe just like give them a cup of tea and you might understand them. where they're coming from yeah i'm no i'm yeah. not saying that anyone should not enjoy Chris. my my aim with this isn't to make everyone hate christmas yeah i i think it's great that lots of people love christmas but i thought i'd bring out a, a different perspective for you the sad perspective i just realized that i sort of suggested that um you could cure depression with a cup of tea then don't <laughs> you can't but but <laughs> It is my um, it is my favorite antidepressant. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Yeah, I, I feel less bad now then. Yeah, I I, I you know, I, I consider I if, if anything I'm on two head. antidepressants. I'm on the sertraline, which is the prescription one, and I'm on tea, which is the non-prescription but also antidepressant. Boop boop. Thank you. Um. You know, I, I feel like the last episode I really talked a lot. I mean, it was about me, so I guess that makes sense. But um, do you want to maybe, like, start and uh, and talk about... I don't know, oh, I, I thought you were going to drop us your little, um, your story, or do you want to save that till oh, the I can, end? I guess we can start with the rant. I guess we can start I think the, I think not? that's just, like... Because that not? means if anyone does want to disappear for the... For the heavy yeah, stuff. you don't want to you miss out a, on this. You don't you want to miss out. You get a little out. bit of fun. Yeah. You get a little bit of a crisp rant. It's another week. So yesterday, <laughs> I, you know, it dawned upon me that, you know, December is here and the annual ritual of spending far too much money on people is um is upon us. So I was like, okay, there's some things I need to go to our shopping centre for. Um... And it's like it's like a fairly big shopping centre. It's you know it's whatever. Massive. Um, <laughs> it is. Um, so I you know I was like great, I'll do it. 
I'll um I'll go. And I was I was tricked, I want to say. Because on the way in, it looked like everything was gonna be alright. The the parking wasn't too horrific. Like the roads weren't too busy. So you get tricked and you think, oh it's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be fine. Well, let me tell you now, it was not fine, okay? Clearly it wasn't fine. I would say there was a moment, I, you know when you're like walking up to the doors and you can see inside and just for a second you think, turn back. Don't do this, don't. Because you, do, you just, but for some reason, for some bizarre reason, I thought it will be fine. So I walked in. Now, in our shopping centre, they have like this big, like, it's like a hall area kind of thing. Um, it's kind of open. They have like a big Christmas display thing. And I would not be surprised if you told me that ten percent of the population of Milton Keynes was in this area at one time. Like, there was far too many people. Like, it was insanely busy. I was looking around. And I was like. I really feel like it should be weird if I see people not wearing a mask in this crowd. But it's weird that I am wearing a mask because most people aren't. So I'm there thinking, great, so COVID rates have gone back up. We're meant to be wearing masks, but no one's wearing a mask. I hate people normally, and especially in the pandemic, and they're everywhere. But I was like, no, 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 it's fine, don't. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. And it was like walking into a crowd of people who had had half their brain removed in some kind of freak accident. And so still had enough energy to walk around on their phones and stop suddenly. But not oh enough no. brain power to realise why stopping suddenly in front of someone is a fucking awful idea. Um, so, you know, all these people are walking in your way, whatever, and I'm trying to like walk around them and dodge around them. Um, people just suddenly stopping, so I walk in someone. I nearly, I nearly knocked over a child. child. It, I was literally just in my head. I was thinking more about the children. Like I feel like because when the they parents go into the are holding center, the child's hand, but the parent stops, so the child stops, and the child is so small. Yeah, you just like you go over the top of them almost. You're like I nearly, Whoa. I nearly tripped over a children. I was like. <sighs> And you know, the parents then look at you as if you're fucking Satan spawn. Yeah, and you're like, like trying to snatch their child or something. You're like, I'm not no, trying bro. to hurt your child. I genuinely want your child to be fine. I don't understand why you just stopped with this child. What? Don't, don't be like this. So, yeah, I ended up having to go. I was like, I know where I want to go. And I know that the shop is there. But because of the amount of people and the direction of the crowd, it was easier for me to take a long route around so that I could at least follow the direction of the crowd rather than walk against them. Um, so I'm like walking through, people are getting too, like, people are like, genuinely like you're rubbing against people as you're walking. Oh so I'm like, my God. I hate this at normal times. I hate this at the best of times and it's fucking COVID. This is not the time for this. This isn't, you know, and I was like, I just have to, I just have to do it, I just have to do it, it's fine, fine. So I'm walking around, walking around, walking around, people are walking, I'm walking into people, I'm tripping over children. It's all happening, it's all happening, and it's fine, and I get to the shop, there's a queue to go in, because it's so busy, and I'm like, oh, people are trying to push around the queue, people are trying to get in and like jump the queue, so this poor shop worker is like, excuse me, there's a queue, (laughs) 
get in it <laughs> go, go, go to the back of the fucking game i'm like i feel so sorry for her because she was really trying her best and she was clearly stressed out um i don't in my head you're at build a bear i don't know why you're, you're I wasn't at build a bear, bear. And in like... this case i was in i went to tiger you know tiger oh yeah oh god that is a bit because it's um one way in there isn't it basically like, yeah you have to that you go yeah. through you go so through it's basically like you were all in this convey like the attendant was like 10 minutes she was like basically we just have to stop people going in because you everyone would just come in but not move anywhere so we have to wait for people to move around a little bit to let the next group of people through i was like oh man you are having a terrible day <laughs> I, I felt so sorry for her um uh, you know i mean to a brief break here anyone who works in retail over christmas you are a fucking god yes massive are. respect for you the fact that you don't just punch members of the public in the face is it. impressive. My God. So, you know, so they, you know, walk in, it's fine. And they finally get in there. There's people who, for some reason, have suddenly decided that having walked past something like a few minutes ago, they want to come back. So they're trying to walk like the other way into you. It's like, I can't go anywhere because there's five people behind me who came in at the same time while we were waiting for you to go full. What happened to you? Why did you do that? So, you know, they're still walking into you. It's a mess. People are too close. Someone smells. Oh. Someone smells fucking awful. You know, like, I don't know if it's that they, that they needed a shower or just that they were having a stressful day, but I was like, this is, this is Lovely. vile. This is, this is horrible. Um, you know, walking around, it's fine. People are looking at me as if I'm the problem and I'm in the way. Maybe it's my anxiety that was inflaming that, but I was like, you know, it feels like people are looking at you as if to be like, get out, why are you here? You're obstructing my day. And I'm like, I'm trying to just buy a couple of presents. That's all I want to do. Um, I'm walking around, I'm trying to buy presents, and I, I'm like, there's a couple of presents I'm trying to buy for people. And I'm like, will they like this? Well, you just... feel really pressured when it's that busy. You're like, I have to make the decision in all of four yeah. seconds. You're like, yeah. Do I, 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 it? I do I want it? Because I'm not coming back. I've decided I'm not being that person. I will not turn back. Okay, I'm. I've. I'm not messing up <laughs> anyone else's day. I'm gonna keep going through the shop and leave and whatever I've got at that point. That's that's it. That's that's the one. Um. And again, I need to pray for some more children. Like, I need to face plant into a like thing, and obviously that would be a <laughs> disaster. But I, I managed to just get through it. I'm like, fine. I pay the poor like um, woman at the checkout who was serving me. She looked dead behind the eyes. <laughs> you could tell that she was fucking exhausted, and I did not blame her. So I was trying to be like, no. I tried to genuinely. I. I don't normally engage. I try to have a nice conversation just yeah. to try and make her feel better for about five seconds. Um, and it was fine. Um, I walked past just some other shops as I was leaving. I left that one fine, walked out. I ended up just pushing through groups of people because I was like, fuck it. I have to be aggressive. I have to walk. And then <laughs> I have to be as aggressive as these people are being. Because I'm being too nice, I'm waiting for a gap in the crowd, but no one else gives a shit about you. So you're just like, no, I'll just start pushing through. Fine, 
you're looking in shops like I, maybe I want to go in there, but no, 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 no. Wait, I don't is this yesterday it, that you? This went? is yesterday. Yeah. Oh my god! It's, I just registered that it was a Saturday, which like it's my own fault. It's my own fault. Yeah. It's because I'm working like <laughs> nine till five Monday to Friday, and yeah, I don't want to go after work. I'm like, Ugh. so you know, fine. Looking at other shops, and then there's this point where something just it just goes inside me, and I'm like. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it and I'm like, I have not got, I've probably got 25% of what I wanted to get and I don't fucking care. I'll make it work. I'm done. I'm leaving. And I just like walking out, walking around people. I ended up like sigh. I did that really passive aggressive sigh. <laughs> I did that thing where someone like annoys you and you're just like, ah. <laughs> Oh man, I was so rude. I was so horrible. I feel so bad. Oh, people who must have been like rude, and I just couldn't. I and I got back in the car, and genuinely, I felt exhausted. I felt as if I'd run a five k, yeah. and like in in like fifteen minutes, you know, like as if I just used up all my energy. Jeez. And I wasn't even. I had to go and do some like food shopping for the week. Oh, and I'm like, God. I don't think I can do. I don't even think I can drive. I feel so tired. <laughs> um, but I went to Tesco. Similar experience, by the way. Um, lots of empty shelves because obviously it's Christmas. It's the fifth of December, uh, so consequently you should be buying food now that lasts you up until the fifth of January. Um, so you know people are elbowing each other out of the way to grab twenty six panettone off the shelf and. You know, it's just like what's wrong? People are walking around in multiple trucks. There was like a, I could tell they were of husband and wife, and they're walking around with two trolleys. And I was like, "What's wrong with you? <laughs> You're still gonna be here next week. Why calm yourself?" Um, so I didn't even get half the stuff I wanted, and I was like, "I don't care anymore. I don't care. I just won't eat. I just, I just won't eat this week. Fine. I won't eat that. Um, I will eat this week. To be clear." Um, got in the car, came home, and I felt <laughs> shattered. Man, I was exhausted. I, it's like the first. It's like one of the times where you're like you, you, you're around lots of people. Suddenly, you're not used to it anyway because you've been in lockdown and the rest of it. But there's lots of people behaving stupidly, being fucking nuisances to everyone, and stopping me just doing the thing I wanted to do, which was go and get things, leave. Like, I, think, like, I had the... no plan on messing about with anything else. I went in and I was like, I'm going to these shops, I'm getting some things, and I'm leaving. And that's it. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I think, like, the closest thing that you can relate um, to that feeling is when you start going to London by mm. yourself for the, like, I found the first few times. And, you know, you get on the tube and you're, you're trying to focus on where you're getting to and it's so busy and you're trying to, like, not bump into a billion people even just after that let alone what whatever you're doing in london you're like fuck me mm. oh my god i'm shattered now um i told you about the time i had a panic attack right in um on the was tube. that on the tube yeah yeah you did this was like oh two years ago now was it yeah it was yeah and i i think it was i think it was just it was a stop before oxford street um on oh, i don't know which line it was and it was actually less stressful for me to walk down Oxford Street than Jesus. it was to be on that tube train. Was it really busy? 
the tube. Fucking insane. It was so busy. I hate it. It's when people like get their bag stuck in the door yeah. and you're like, if your bag is stuck in the door, you probably shouldn't have got on. Like, <laughs> and then you're trying to curl yourself up into a smaller and smaller space to be lesser problem, and it's like, but why am I doing this when they don't that. care? Yeah, like they're fine. They're, someone just bag up against me, pushing me against this door, and I'm like, I want to yeah. go out. Um, when oh. when you were chatting about um, the you doing the aggressive sigh, I mm. <laughs> I just suddenly remembered. I don't think I told you about when I went to Brighton. Uh, when I almost had a fight with like this little old woman <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know why I haven't told you this it was so funny it was <laughs> oh <my> basically <laughs> and I, I might end up sounding like a dick in this story but I don't like it's fine I just tr- told me story I about wasn't. tripping over children so it's alright <sighs> this fucking woman right so Pierce and I go to Brighton for one day and um, we ended up going shopping in TK Maxx because we love fucking TK Maxx. Oh my, uh, and, oh, um, it's also known as TJ Maxx uh, abroad. Oh yes, outside the UK. Is it? Yeah, is it just? Is it in Europe think... as well? Is it TJ Maxx? So I know in America it's TJ Maxx. America and I it's think TJ in... Maxx. I don't know about Europe. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, we go there, and Pierce is like, and this is the end of November. He's like, oh my god, Christmas. He's like going to town. Um, it was it was brilliant but anyway we're in the queue and i have one of those baskets that you can wheel across ah, yeah. yeah 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 and i've got that um and i'm holding on to it stood in, behind pierce in the queue and then i hear i feel this like woman like walk into the back of the the basket but mm-hmm. like we hadn't moved so and what she was doing is she was leaning you know how they have all the stuff right before the tills mm. she was leaning and essentially she was being impatient and she was like trying to grab like a pack of sweets that were like adjacent to me right and um, she couldn't just wait until you move forward she, a bit and she yeah, could grab it on the way past legit like that like, she could have just waited all of like Fucking two hell. minutes and I'm she would have got it but she leant forward and then she banged into the trolley and my my natural thing was like you know you go oh sorry even though you know it's not your fault and yeah, I went to say oh and and then she went I'm gonna have a massive bruise now and I was thinking okay I can grow up but I I was really confused and like when I say little old woman I don't mm. mean that she was actually that old but you know when someone has aged themselves because <laughs> like they're fucking miserable so you mm. had no idea how old she actually was she was mm-hmm. probably about 50 but she looked like way older because she just had a face like a smack she could have been 40 if i'm honest like she just she just had that like miserable face on her anyway she leans um and obviously bangs her leg on the thing and it couldn't have been hard because i barely felt it like it like jolted the tiniest bit um and she's like touching her leg i'm gonna have a massive bruise there and i went oh and just sort of turned around back to pierce because i thought excellent that's a bit weird and i'm not yeah you don't want you don't want to engage with that kind of stuff no, I went to apologise and I thought actually if I apologise now it's like I'm admitting I've like fucking bashed her with a basket. Which you haven't. Sit down. Which I hadn't at all. And like Pierce was next to me so he knew. Anyways, oh. she then goes, um, the least you could do is say sorry. And I, I was like... <laughs> what? What? And then she goes, um, 
yeah, swinging your basket around or something. Yeah, she said, swinging your basket around. Uh, you could, you, you shouldn't be so reckless. You should. And I'm literally, I look at Piers. I'm like, please, God help Piers me. Piers has got to say something, like, otherwise you're gonna flip out. Because I was literally like, you know, and you're like, I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be horrible. I'm gonna be horrible. I can't, I can't. <laughs> Looking at him, I'm like, we're, ha- we're having such a nice time as well. And I just said, I would have apologised if I'd moved the basket, but actually, what happened is you were trying to get <laughs> sweeps and you hit your leg. That's not my fault. Um, which and is then, true. And then she went, Oh. And then, like the whole way around, she kept oh. muttering stuff under her breath. And I said, "I said, Pierce, darling. I don't know if I said the darling. Oh, I was like, no. I said, I think you should switch with me so people don't accuse me of bashing them. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just like, you know, when somebody's just gunning for a fight, and like, if I thought for a second that I could have accidentally hit her, of course I wouldn't have even. And I. And the reason I didn't like kick off with her was because I thought she's she's miserable. There's it's something going it, on in right? her life. Like yeah, she's it. she's an unhappy person, okay, and that's that that's sad. So I'm not gonna like start fuck and the fact she was an older woman. I'm not gonna start gobbing off at her. But I I just said was like yeah I'm not a, I said I'm not gonna apologize when I didn't do anything wrong. So no way. Why would um, you? That'd be insane. Like, do you want me to buy you some sweeties that you fucking couldn't wait two seconds <laughs> to bloody get? I don't. I know that's not important, but what were the sweets? I don't even know because I wasn't <laughs> like, look, you know, when you're trying to be polite and you're not watching them. So it was like mm. in my peripheral vision, and I could just see her like with her arm and like leaning over, and then I felt the basket like get like it was like the tiniest bit knocked, and I was just like, oh my god, and then. We'd spent about £200 in TK Maxx, so they're like, <laughs> they're going through it, and she's in the till next to us, and she's just like sighing every five seconds, and everyone's sort of looking over, like, oh what? man. They, people were looking like, we don't know if I'm being out of order because I've bashed her in the leg, and then I've been rude about it, and they don't know if, like, she's, I don't know. No, yeah, no one knows what's going on. It's clearly a horrible, awkward situation. God, yeah, and. The reason why, like, it was kind of insignificant... I was sort of laughing about it, and then f- five minutes later... Because Pierce and I were just in disbelief, like, what just happened there? Yeah, like, it doesn't make was- any sense. We go to get to the car, and um, th- we see these two guys. I might have told you about... Did I tell you about the heroin addicts? No. Oh, God. It was a really eventful ten minutes, like, of the holiday. <laughs> so we were really close to the car from TK Maxx. Anyway, get into the car park, and there's in the hallway there's these two guys um well four guys actually and pierce and i didn't realize until we'd opened the door that they were police officers making an arrest oh. and and i stopped and, Pier- and pierce i think was behind me and i went oh oh let's go back <laughs> you know you're like and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i'm so sorry and the police officer goes um, you're not the ones who need to be sorry. And meanwhile, the the heroin addicts who like got all their needles. Like when I say like heroin addicts, I mean there was serious gear on them. There oh, was so man. much stuff. Um, they were like, "Come through, darling. Like come, come through. Don't mind us." And the police officer saying like, "Oh yeah, um, it's it's not uh, you who should be apologising." And then these heroin addicts are like, "We're so sorry." <laughs> 
we just want to get to the car. And then I suddenly remembered, uh, Pierce and I both have car keys for our car, and I thought he'd lock the car, he thought I'd lock the car. The car wasn't locked, and we both had our MacBooks in there, and I was thinking, heroin addict literally got arrested just by our car, and I left it unlocked. Oh, my God. Um, what a disaster, man. So that was a really funny... Oh yeah. my god. Ten minutes. I was just like, I've just been accused of, like, battering an old woman. This and now, fucking woman, and now man. I'm so triggered. I'm so she triggered was... by her. It was just like, I, I'm, you know when your blood just boils because mm. you're like, fuck you. Fuck you. I look like the bad guy here because you're an older person. Like, I did nothing wrong. But, um, this greedy woman trying to get some sweets when she could have just waited 10 seconds. Uh, yeah, or just said, like excuse me. Christmas. Yeah, she could have said, excuse me. Yeah, I should have said that to her. I said, if you'd said, excuse me, you wouldn't have got your leg fucking bashed. Oh, man. <laughs> and when I say bashed, I mean, she must have literally just like. If she bruises that easily, she's got issues, man. Yeah, she she would live in like a zorb going around. She, she, she would have to. Yeah, it, <laughs> honestly. Fucking hell. Oh yeah. man! That, well, there you go. That's the experiences of the outside world. <laughs> Do not. We recommend. went outside and we hated it. <laughs> Actually, it kind of sets the tone for the sort of misery of Christmas, like fucking Christmas shopping. God, like, Christmas shopping can't... is enough to send anyone. Yeah, and I feel like with Christmas, you know, you want to. I I found this the other day. Um, Pierce's cousins gave us our Christmas present and the whole time you're sat there and we, we don't like opening Christmas presents until it's Christmas Day, obviously. Just, I know some people like doing it. Well, I think because you're a bit older, you know you're not getting as many presents so you want to just say You want to keep it special. Yeah. Um, but then you're sat there the whole time. What if they've got something bigger or more expensive than what we've spent on them? And then you're in this minefield of like do I just keep buying more? And then the other person the next year would end up buying more because you bought more, you know, like that whole cycle of trying to impress people, but it doesn't fucking matter at the end of the this, day, does this it? Is, like, this is something I want to... This is a public service announcement for everyone this Christmas. Giving presents is not a business transaction. You don't have to sit there and work out what the other person spent on you to work out how much you owe them for yeah. next year's present. Just and buy. Not... If you want to get them a gift, just get them something you think they'll like, and it doesn't matter if it's not that expensive. And if you're the person receiving that, it doesn't matter if you spent more on the other person. Just to be grateful for receiving the gift. Yeah. Don't just like if it's that much of a problem for you, you have to work out the monetary value of the gift. Stop giving gifts until you can separate money from gift. And you're not a bad person if you can't afford to give something to someone. Oh my god. Friendship is enough. Like that's... Absolutely. If you and can't like, afford it, don't. We've spent many years not giving each other Christmas presents or like, you know, just giving each other a bag of Skittles or whatever. Just, you know, we've, we've had years like that and it's never been like, oh yeah, you're, uh, oh, Chris is a bad friend this year. We, we didn't exchange Christmas presents. So it's not like that. It's just like... It doesn't think... happen for lots of reasons. You can't afford it. You can't think of anything. You can't do it. What, whatever it is. But like, yeah, like you say, your 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 friendship and and just continued love, support, all the rest of it is. And also, is more you shouldn't you shouldn't buy for the sake of it. Like I think no. with Christmas presents, I like, 
like with you actually um with your little advent calendar thing um i had the idea for it during a podcast it was when oh. you were chatting about um uh yeah seasonal depression i think and um i was like wrote down depression advent calendar i thought <laughs> and, and, and and the thing was i then got excited by getting you stuff because it was like I know exactly what I want to get you whereas I know a lot of the time with like family members and stuff if I haven't seen them for a while I don't really know what they're like you go to the boot section like I've done this for my uncle's part I'm like I don't fucking know what you want like I I go to the men like gifts for men I'm like deodorant that'll do like (laughs) a perfume or like you know men manly stuff and that you go and they're like they probably have that in the the back of their bathroom cabinet like they, they don't give a shit there's no I've not known what to get them, so I just got them something for the sake of it. What I always think is, if you if you have this thing of, like, you want to show someone that you love them, but you're like, you know, oh, I don't know why I would even get them. Just send them a card. Just send them a Christmas card. Just send them a little yeah. thing with a little personal message inside it that tells them that you love them, that you care about them, and that, you know, you hope they have a good time. And, you know, if someone sends me a card, I'm perfectly content with that. I'm like... I appreciate that you went out of your way to write something down, even if you just bought it from Tesco, wrote a quick message and posted it. Yeah, no, it's I appreciate it just as much as if you'd sent me this massive gift. And stamps are expensive these days, so it's Stamps are expensive, it basically is a gift. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, I I don't 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 feel like you have to buy someone a gift for the sake of it. If you want to buy someone a gift that's great, and if you buy someone a gift and they don't get you a gift back don't be personally offended and say, "Well, next year, fuck them." Like <laughs> you did, you didn't do. Surely you didn't do it for the for the exchange. Like, if you want to just exchange things, go on fucking eBay or something and just start doing or go and trade stuff. I don't know. I I know someone whose family is is quite funny. They um, there's a, a nie a niece and a nephew. Is that right? And mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain. Anyway, they they both send each other fifty quid in an envelope every year. So like, <laughs> just keep it. Just, just keep, keep it because you both just exchanged the exact same amount of money. It's just, just so funny to me. Why would you do that? <laughs> oh man, people are fucking disasters. Anyway, look. So yeah, um, but Christmas, 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 Christmas. It's a stressful time for some people. I mean. I think it's a stressful time leading up to it for most people because of all the presents and the food and the stuff and everything else. But um, do you want to do you want to talk a bit about because I know because you, you said at the start how um, you know you love Christmas now and things, but like I know that in the past obviously it's been a more difficult time. Did you want to? Oh yeah. Can I take the floor? <laughs> I'll take the floor. Um, so I I really enjoy. I mean, it sounds really bad. Don't fucking hate me for saying this. Last year, because of COVID, we were in tier four and we couldn't see anyone. So we uh, slightly illegally did a a Christmas present drop off and it was kind of iconic. I was in, like Pierce and I were in um, fur coats that we'd never worn before, like to wrap up, to keep warm. And we had um, marigolds on. And we had a spray bottle of antibacterial, like the the Dettol one that's specific for COVID, had that. 
and we put all the presents in bin bags that we'd wiped down and stuff and we went and dropped them in front of like my relatives houses um and yeah we like we literally just hopped out the car put them in front of the front door didn't make any you know interactions but that was really sweet because it you know we we still wanted people to have their presents but when we got home and it was just us it was like you know us with the dogs there was a lot less pressure there because you're not like oh I have to see this person I have to see that person and you know I was thinking about those people but there was just a a, you know a break I guess um and in previous years when I was a teenager um I lived with my aunt and uncle for just over three years and I I had my mum and my mum's family that I'd grown up with and then I had my dad who I was getting to know at the time and we're now besties but um I had him (laughs) my stepmom and my two sisters so I had like and when I was younger I used to spend Christmas not with any of them I used to go to a distant relative's house um where it was like all the extended family would meet up um so I had like four places to be which I know that that sounds that could come across really like oh yeah I had so many places to be at Christmas like I was so wanted like no (laughs) it's, it's not like that but um I got so overwhelmed by not knowing whose place to pick to go to I didn't want to let anyone down so I just worked Christmas I like would either work Christmas Day or um, or New Year's Eve or I'd work um, Boxing Day or whatever like I would I'd work like two days of the Christmas period um, and it's great because I'd get a bit of extra money and it also took a bit of pressure off because I'd just say to people oh yeah I'm working to like just, and obviously I wanted the extra money but it was because I didn't want to let anyone down there was too much pressure it's one day of the year like and it's as special as you make it but at the end of the day if i was that stressed that i didn't celebrate it because of worrying about other people which is just so stupid um but yeah and that i became a little bit of a scrooge with it because i was like oh yeah no you know christmas is important and it was purely because i just didn't want to let people down so i think that's one thing i've learned if I went back, I would just say, you know, I'm doing this person, I'm going to see this person this year, next year I'll go see that person. Um, if I don't manage that, that's just because it's, it's too much. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. And it's, um, I had like lots of things I was thinking about then when you were saying that, and then they've all immediately disappeared from my mind. But um, I was thinking about, because it's, the thing is, if nothing else, Christmas is like a break for people. It's a holiday, you know. Yeah. Like the most stressful. Generally, holiday. <laughs> people get like oh, it is the most stressful. But like, you know, if you've been working all year, or or you know, even if you're at school or whatever, um, uni, but it, like especially with school and union thing, because you just start like especially if you just started. Like my sister's off at uni, um, so she'll be back home for for Christmas, um, soon. Yeah. And. For her, I have to imagine it would feel similar to how I felt, which is like, whoa, you know, a chance to take stock a little bit, sit back and, and think about what you've been, because, you know, like, you go it's through so much. She like She's just, camp. like, started, she signed a contract for the house she's going to rent next year. Yeah. You know, she's done that, she's done her first pieces of work, she's done all these things, so she's already making decisions and things, and then having to live independently, 
Um, which is, I mean, can I just say, she seems to have taken to it really well. Um, I'm really, I'm really proud of her. I think she's done really well. But it does, it gives you a chance to go, oh, you know, just, just take stock of it. Um, but it's a shame when you feel like you can't do that. So when you're saying you you felt like you had to work Christmas Day or uh, not Christmas Day. Um, I work. I I did work Christmas Day for a few years. Oh, because she works in the pub. Yeah, like, yeah, no. So yeah, Christmas Day and easy, whatever. You felt like you had to work because it's just that like, you need a valid excuse to be like, I can't. Oh, I yeah. can't see anyone. Yeah, and I'd just be like, oh well, I got get double the money, and obviously tips are good at Christmas. But yeah, and yeah, I did need the money, but it wasn't like there was multiple factors like it was just it's just too stressful and I yeah it was just like I know I wanted to see everyone but because I couldn't pick who I wanted to see sort of thing or just didn't want the stress of everyone talking about the decision I made it just didn't just mm-hmm. tapped out <laughs> and the thing is when you're when you're younger as well is you don't have necessarily um well you you I mean it depends on different people but you don't have as much choice about where you, what you're doing you know it's a bit like oh we're going to this person's house yeah and it's a bit like right oh you know basically it's like get in the car we're going and you're yeah. like i really can't be fucked <laughs> and it's even but you don't stuff... you gotta go you gotta go you gotta do it well it's even stuff like if i went to my dad's that would mean my dad couldn't drink on christmas because he'd have to come and pick me up and drop mm. me off uh, or you know like it there's different things as well you don't want to put people out so yeah, yeah. i was trying to think as well um one year i spent i mean for christmas day i went to my dad's but um a family friend asked if i would house it for like two or three weeks when you came to visit oh yeah um and that was great (laughs) that was so good i had this like as as in this lovely like you know when people say cottage and you're like this is not a fucking cottage it's like five cottages put together absolutely lovely house and they'd left me a load of mulled wine that was left over from the school fete so i was just having a brilliant time watching poirot and i had you and i had my friend lulu peg that's sellotape (coughs) you're an idiot stop chew the slipper um (laughs) (laughs) she is chewing the slipper what is wrong with you you're nearly 11 years old. You know better. <laughs> don't don't You're not a child doing anymore. it. You're such a bint. Do it again and I'll take it off of you. Right, Peg, just a side note. I don't... Oh, actually, this has something to do with um, what I gave you. Um, I bought you some of those chocolate coins you know the gold chocolate coins that mm. um that was very very stressful time i they were in you know they come in netting yeah they were in the netting um obviously in their foil bit and i had them in my bag with a load of other stuff and i left the house for 15 minutes maybe to go over to Stephen Joe's I can sense Peg looking at this bag like hell oh yeah oh my god but she didn't know it was in there I I brought it back from the shops so mm-hmm. in the time I'd been gone she'd smelt it mm-hmm. dug, dug through my bag mm-hmm. and then her and Pippin had eaten 
the fucking foil and the chocolate, which just just wolfed it down. Which like chocolate is obviously poisonous for dogs, and then you think the foil can't be foil... great for them either. <laughs> Oh my god, the next 48 hours were fun. The dogs were shitting gold. It was brilliant. Um, I was so stressed. I was like, I've killed the dogs! I've killed the dogs! But we th- we assumed it was Pippin. I, so I told Pippin off, and then Peg threw Peg's up a bit going. of gold. <laughs> she threw it up, and I was like, oh my god, it was you! <laughs> the and eyes she... flicked around and said, hang on a second. Yeah, I just looked at her and I was like, it's too late to tell you off because you've just been sick. Like, you, you can have no idea what I'm telling you off about. But um, I I was just like, fuck my life. And I thought, Peg never chews anything. And then oh, since then, she's been chewing up boxes. She chewed up the cardboard off my t- new pair of socks. And um, she was chewing the, like, label out of my top the other day. Um, she's going to, like... something to chew on a teething stage yeah it's just really odd but they have like dog toys she's not going for that she's just chewing a sellotape box like what maybe she likes the taste of foil now she wants something to like yeah she loves it loves it wants more of that yeah no fucking nightmare and and she yeah i was just like you've eaten chris's chocolate (laughs) you bastard she actually ripped up a bunch of Pierce's presents that I'd wrapped as well looking for chocolate so I have to rewrap them but yeah she's nearly 11 years old and she's never been like this before I thought oh maybe she's bored you know we'll take her on a different dog walk route and you know see if that sells it no no that yeah PSA if you've got dogs they will eat through bags and foil to get to chocolate they can smell it which I didn't realise um because our dogs are so that lazy. Damn sense of smell. And you don't want to be spending the, the like the Christmas day in the vets because your dogs no. decided to eat a load of chocolate. Just like I learned the hard way. Well, it could have been worse, but like dealing with the consequences was um, not great. And mm-hmm. I I felt awful. I thought I'd kill them. So yeah, just just just. But they live to the tell chocolate. the tale. They they live to yeah chew sellotape boxes. Um, but anyway, what was I actually saying before I got distracted by Peggy in the sellotape box? Um, about Christmas. I and, can't oh, oh, when I was oh, staying, um, in the house, yeah, and yeah. it was actually, it did, it did feel a little bit lonely at times because you're like walking around and there's all the Christmas lights and I associate Christmas with being like really busy seeing loads of family and stuff but actually it was really sweet like I saw you I saw Lulu and I saw Laura um so I, you know I'd managed to see a, a few different friends and it was just really sweet it was just nice I don't know like and it was partially because the stress had been taken out of it by not having to see a billion people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I feel that. With with you, what what are your like main things that stress you out over Christmas? Okay, well, I mean, so I was thinking about when you said it. Um, my least stressful Christmas, um, for quite a while, was last year. Um when we were in yeah. we went into lockdown stuff and which tier yeah. were you in by the way sorry well i think by this point we were all in tier four 
Oh. I think by by this point, like things were getting too bad, and oh no, it wasn't even this point. It was later in December. Yeah, but by yeah. Christmas itself, we were all in lockdown basically because, um, well, because they fucked up and thought that everything would be fine, and it clearly wasn't. Um. But I so it was one of the least stressful Christmases for me because no one could no one could no one could try and be like oh should we meet up should we just no one can no one could do it because everyone had to be isolating and be away from each other so I had my own space I don't have anyone like coming in and being like oh hey no nothing it was just me my family in the house calm day everything was fine there was no pressure to go anywhere to see anyone to do anything yeah i felt genuinely like last year was the best christmas i've had in years um oh. and i can compare that with this year and it is like i mean so let me how do i how do i put so um i think something about christmas is that like it starts it, like it technically basically I know I know it sounds a bit grumpy and miserable it starts really early right <laughs> like people are talking about it in fucking September and I'm already yeah. like oh man like because these are things that you don't you know you shouldn't be worried about like the gifts and yeah. like oh who do I buy gifts for what would I get them what would I do how you know what how am I going to get it to them how am I going to do this that and the other um the people you know like suddenly because everyone is around for basically a two-week window just do know where people are free from work or school or uni or whatever and everyone wants to see right everyone wants to and that sounds like a, it's a very it's a good problem to have that people would want to see you yeah of course but also like it's like oh are you free on this day yes are you free on this day are you free on... and then you're like so what days have i got where I'm not oh doing anything is Christmas. Yeah, it's like, like Christmas Day, and even yeah. then, is that one free? Like, it's meant to be a break, and we're all running around. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to. I, I, I'm fine. Just what if we just didn't? What if we just didn't do that? So like, that's stressful, right? And like, yeah, the gifts. There's people, and then because you're not in that Christmas mood because it's it's already a stressful thing. You're like you feel really shit in comparison because everyone around you is telling you it's Christmas. Are you excited for Christmas? It's gonna be great. Have you got your tree up? Have you got your decorations up? Have you done this? Have you done that? Have you? And it's like if you haven't done that, it's almost as if you feel like you're doing something wrong. You know, if you haven't got your decorations up by the first of December, it's like you're not doing Christmas properly yeah why are you not doing it why are you not doing all this stuff and they're like that's not how they mean it but it's how it feels because everyone's like oh i did this and this and i'm like well, yeah, I, I just did something else this weekend i was just having some me time um and you know it's to topple you all off i mean i do have um alongside my my already existing depression um i do have uh seasonal effective uh depressed um yeah seasonal effective assessment sad um which really hits it is it's kind of very noticeable from when the clocks go back forward back back 
when the clocks go back. When the clocks change. When the clocks change, because, it, you know, suddenly it's dark. When it gets dark at, at 4pm, yeah. yeah. That's the, and I understand, I mean, I, do, you know, well, I, I get why it is, I don't you know, get that, but like, suddenly you're like, okay, so I'm going to work when it's cold, um, you know, I'm working back in the office for years a week, and I was just like, I wake up, it's miserable and cold, I'm going to work, um, you come back out, it's dark already, whatever time I leave, it's dark already, because like, it's dark so early that I'm just like, great. Um, especially if it's like a nice, kind of nice day. You know, you look outside, it's like, oh, it's kind of a nice day, but you don't, you know, you're working over. Again, but it's like, probably a good problem to have, but yeah, it takes its toll. But yeah, you have less vitamin D, you've got less... It's, it's a darker times. So you, you know, you don't really want to go out. You're not exercising as much because it's fucking cold, cold. outside. Yeah. Um, all of that. So it really takes its toll. Mentally, it's like, if I'm already not in a good place, when the sad hits, it's like... I can't even fit into words. And um, even if you're feeling good, it really just drains you. So you go into the season. You come into December feeling tired, stressed, exhausted, and depressed already. Yeah, and then you actually have to go through it, and you have to you have to do the Christmas shopping trip, and you hate it, and you feel stressed about it, and you have to, you you know, you realize that you took your eye off the ball for a second, and suddenly, fuck, there's Christmas cards you need to send, there's presents you need to send, there's people you need to see, oh there's my people God. you need to organize where you're going, you need to work out what food you're going to eat, you're going to work out, what... you have to work out all this stuff, and you're like, oh my, like okay, I'm looking at the thing, and I just thought, oh shit, there's twenty days till Christmas, what have I done? Now I'm feeling stressed now thinking about it because it's like, oh man, there's so many things I need to do still. It's gone so quickly, to be fair. It has I've gone quickly. I had it like about three years in a row where I've um done the Christmas cards and then not sent them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just mm-hmm. I've just been like, That's the oh, worst well, thing when you find now. a Christmas card and you're like Do I just keep it till next year? Yeah, no, I've had that and then it disappears and you're, and you're disappears. like, oh, where, where, where did that go? <laughs> so I'm just, you know, I get At stressed. At some point I'm going to find like a pack of 30 like unsent Christmas I'm cards. I'm worried. I'm worried about where these Christmas cards are hiding, honestly. I will find them. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, I, you just feel awful and then it just, it, it's like it, it goes in this weird cycle of you feel awful and you feel that you should be enjoying it, but you're not enjoying it, but everyone else is enjoying it and you know, like... Oh, I thought... Sorry. I, I was just going to say, I thought, like, um, I asked you the other day on the phone to sort of explain to me about, you know, depression and the relationship between depression and seasonal depression. Because mm. I I was like, I, I'm i sort of, like, somewhat educated on mental health. I was like, surely if you're sad all year round, how are you, like... How are also, you sad? Yeah, Come on, are you already sad? <laughs> Yeah, you're already sad, like, you're already depressed. And I think that might just be a good thing to explain so that other people know in case they've got a relative who suffers with seasonal affective disorder as well. Yeah, so, I mean... Okay, I want to preface this by saying I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a... You know, I'm speaking from my experiences rather than from studying or anything. But, so, I, I think in general my depression is not necessarily caused by in and of itself it's not caused by a lack of vitamin d it's not caused by um things it's kind of it's been there for 
basically as long as I remember now, in one form or another. Um, you know, exactly why, I don't know, maybe I have typically lower levels of, of serotonin or, you know, there, there's lots of reasons why um, it could be a thing. Um, so, you know, I'm starting from the base of being depressed, generally. But, like, the seasonal effects of depression is something kind of, I mean, if you take it on its own, um, it's a thing that normally hits people around, it can hit you at any time, to be fair, but generally it come, comes in the colder months of the year, when it's getting darker, it's getting colder, um, you know, you're inside more, maybe you're a bit less social because of all the rest of it. Um, and it, it's like, I guess in many ways it probably is similar to depression, but it doesn't necessarily last, like, beyond that season, because then as things start brightening up and getting warmer again, you're doing things, it kind of passes. Um, it affects people differently, and it, it comes at different times of the year for everyone, but generally it comes around, and, you know, like, the typical, um, what's it they call it, um, Blue Monday, which is, like, the third, third Monday in January, I think, is typically the, it's the day where it, most people, I think, report feeling really bad on that third Monday of January because it's like it suddenly hit it's like a new year um the Christmas like um honeymoon period kind of thing like that good feeling from Christmas has ended by then and it, it is cold there's nothing really to look forward to in the same way because if you were looking forward to Christmas Christmas is gone now yeah. it's cold and it's miserable it's January and people have a lot less money in January uh, as well Businesses, yeah you've got to like, work out how you're going to pay off things yeah. You're back at work, there's things to do at work, you're stressed out, all the rest of it. So that Monday is really bad for lots of people. Um, and I guess that would kind of fall somewhere in the middle of that period. So it's like, it, it kind of hits me. Combined, it's like I say, it's like, if I'm already having a tough time, which I guess this year I have been, um, when the clocks change, when I know that Christmas is coming, when I know already, when I'm already thinking about these stresses that are ahead, that are now associated with Christmas after years and years and years, they're now linked with Christmas in my mind. Yeah. Like, you know that's coming. The clocks are going back, it's dark, it's miserable, and all you, it just combines, and it's like dread every day, the sick feeling, and just like for me, um, it's just that like I wake up, I'm just like, I can't, I just, I, I would be quite happy if you put me to oh no not put me to sleep yeah. but like you know, <laughs> good like, one <laughs> froze me if you froze me on the first of December and unfroze me on the fifth of January and I could just miss this period altogether because it's like the like, only way wake I me can... up when January ends <laughs> yeah exactly there you go. it's like I just I just can't I, I, it's like I have to switch off to get through the season because you know like. Oh, the same movies are out under, but and it's especially when, on top of it, like, there's the romantic idea of Christmas that you see in all the movies, and it's all like fireplaces and and marshmallows and oh, there's this lovely love story that culminates in them spending a happy Christmas together and all the rest of it, um, and you know all all of this this stuff that you're you're sold as being a great thing, and it's like. That's not it, though. That's that. That doesn't happen. That's not reality. There's there's yeah. no reality in that. Like, <laughs> if if there's a, if every Christmas is meant to be like a rom com, I would like someone to change the director on my rom com, 
is that they're not fucking doing a very good job. <laughs> you know? All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> still very single, still nowhere near any of these situations, still miserable, still hated. Someone's doing something I wrong. would rather watch your film than Love Actually, though. <laughs> that but like, film is so fucked. It's weird, and like... And the, th- and the thing I enjoyed last Christmas was, yeah, that I didn't have to do... I didn't have yeah. to... I didn't have to go to shops and see couples like, oh, it's our first Christmas together. <laughs> I didn't have to worry about seeing people and, and trying to put a smile on, because that's a horrible feeling. Trying to put a smile on when you feel like inside you just want to like die and like, curl up in a ball. But you're trying to present a happy face because um, you don't want to get, you don't want to have to talk. <laughs> it's meant to be a happy time of year. You don't want to talk about, oh, I'm I'm a bit sad, you know. <laughs> um, so you don't, you don't, you don't want that. Um, I didn't have to do that. I didn't, you know, didn't see people do that. I didn't have to, and I, it just, I could just do what I wanted, and there was no judgment. There was no anything. No one's like, "Where's your tree? Why isn't your tree up? Why isn't your room covered in lights? Why aren't you doing this? Why are you doing?" It's like, fuck you guys. I'm doing what I enjoy. No one can tell me it's the wrong thing to be doing. No yeah. one. I'm living my life. I'm having a great time. Um, and I know that that's a one-off thing. And I know that most people are like, oh, well, last Christmas is really bad. I mean, personally for me, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be that's... honest. I'm going to be miserable. I'm going to be honest. Last Christmas was the best Christmas I've had in years. And I know that that's probably the best Christmas I have for a couple of years coming now. Because it's like, oh, we need to catch up. Last Christmas was terrible. So this shit needs to be even bigger. And it's like, oh, God, no. What if it didn't? What if we just? I, I did just not? wanted to say, like, as well, you know, I had a really good Christmas last year, but there were there were things like my mum and my nan both got COVID at the same time just before Christmas. So I mean, I don't want people, isolate. yeah. And like, I just, yeah, I wanted to sort of clarify that, like, you know, COVID was still very relevant in in both of our lives at that point as well it wasn't just like oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. i had friends who got COVID. COVID allowed, i'm not so. i'm not saying hallelujah for a pandemic at least i didn't have no. to see anyone like it was obviously awful of what we were going through it was just weird that it i think it's more it was a a weird feeling because of the situation that covid created it made me realize oh this is what I like about this is what I like about Christmas. Yeah. Um but obviously the you know it is overshadowed by the shit time. Um and I I mean it makes me sound really bad because it's like, oh okay, so he doesn't want to see anyone being happy. Right? No no I do, but like In your own time. In your it's just hard when when you see other people enjoying it so much, you just feel like you've done something wrong. You failed. Yeah. And it's a very hard feeling to overcome. And it sounds a bit like silly and spoiled and selfish to to even be thinking that way that like you know like i don't want other people to be miserable and lonely yeah i just don't want to be miserable (laughs) (laughs) you know i you look at you know i want that and i don't have i'm here tripping over small children and and feeling miserable um and and it just makes christmas very stressful (laughs) yeah yeah. It just makes it very difficult. So I, I don't, you know, it, it makes me sound like a Scrooge, and people will always be like, "Oh, you're such a Scrooge." And I'm like, "All right, fine. If that's, 
But then I think w- sometimes people do that to will themselves into being excited for like Christmas. Like mm-hmm. sometimes people pick on those who aren't necessarily having so much fun because they they need to they're desperate to have a good day themselves. So that's like mm-hmm. comes from desperation, I'd say. That's the thing as well. It's like, but like if your good day is dependent on other people. Like, if you have an idea of a good Christmas day, and your idea of a good Christmas day is everyone doing things that you've planned out in your head. Everyone, yeah. like, following this thing, you know, like, they'll sit there, and they'll sit there, and they'll talk about this, and they'll laugh, and they'll have a good time, and then we'll drink, and six o'clock, I'll pull this up. Like, it's not gonna happen. You're gonna feel shit when it gets to, like, five o'clock, and you're behind your schedule, and, and people want to do things a bit differently, and, you know... You're gonna have to feel awful. Yep. You can't do that, and like, you also don't have to. I mean, this is the thing. For anyone who gets to Christmas and they feel like me, just don't, don't put the brave face on. Don't do yeah. it. If you don't enjoy it, if you don't do it this year, just be kind to yourself and say, "I'm doing it my way." Um, and it talk do, do what we're doing. You know, talk about it. Be be honest i mean i don't think we've ever really talked about this much between no. us um no I, yeah i think I, you've I, known you've known that i always struggle at christmas but like yeah i've never really spoken about it because it's like embarrassing it's like oh i feel kind of ashamed of this of not feeling um normal you feel like it's meant to be normal it's normal to enjoy christmas it's normal to to want to do all the stuff and it's like I don't really want to spend all my money. I don't really want to <laughs> go and be stressed for two weeks. I don't really. I actually would quite like to be inside, kind of cozy, with like my blanket or whatever, um, and and just doing some stuff, catching up on stuff, um, and and you know, doing things at my own speed, at my own pace, having time off work, time to relax. That's yeah. what I would like. That's the Christmas that I like. That's the part that I like is being able to just not, you know? Being able to switch off for a few days and eat some food and, and relax and have a drink and it's okay to drink in the middle of the day because it's Christmas and like... Yeah. <laughs> all those kinds of... I like that stuff. I dislike virtually all the other things that come with Christmas. And it makes me hate it. It makes me miserable. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Sorry, I speak for far too long. Though. No, no, no. I, I sort of had in my head about, you know, we people. <laughs> Pierce and I've like spent the last. This will be our fourth Christmas, um, together, and we've. Uh, and I think you know, since being with Pierce, I've actually, I, I love Christmas now. But good. Before then, it was, yeah. As I explained, like a bit complicated. But the first year, like Christmas, always has some mild. Like not disaster. That's a bit far, but like always, something happens since we've been together. Like the first year, we volunteered um, to go and work at a homeless shelter and go and drop off um, meals and meals. And yeah, and we went there. And then they said, "Oh, we don't actually need you, but if you want to hang around for an hour, we can see if we can find anything for you to do." So we just sat in the homeless shelter chatting to some homeless people for a while and then they were like no we don't need you you can go home and so we were like i felt a bit you know and you're like oh yeah i, I uh, this could be a tradition that we go and 
help others and then we didn't really help anyone we just went and sat and <laughs> sat on a sofa in a homeless shelter for a while but um but the thing is like i'm guessing that you spoke to people about and like um and chatted to like some people there a bit yeah um there was this one guy and he was in a really sorry can you hear the dog yeah what the hell she's scratching her ear she's having a great time oh my time. god stop Oh no, you know, enjoy yourself. Go on, keep going. I won't judge you. Indulge um, yourself. <laughs> I am judging you, Peg. Um, and this this guy was in such great mood. He was like walking around, and they were all helping making Christmas dinner. And yeah, I can't really remember any. There was no deep chat, so it was just like, oh, it's Christmas. Like, um, one guy like thanked us for being there, which was sweet. And we were like, we we feel so guilty. We're doing nothing. Um, but no that was it was still weird because we'd planned the whole day around doing that so then we came back and we're like oh don't know what to do now mm-hmm. um, and then uh, last year our boiler broke and the house flooded and the year before that um, our freezer broke and all of our Christmas food had gone off but we didn't realise it at the time it um it had gone off like maybe on Christmas Eve. I can't. I can't remember. And Pierce had these prawns out, and he cooked them. And he, I said, Pierce, I can smell that. He goes, Do you think they're okay to eat? I said, Absolutely not. So all of our Christmas, we spent like two hundred pounds in littles buying all these like, um, Christmas feast things, and um, yeah, and everything went off. Everything was. Yeah, horrifically. <laughs> what Not, a mess! It it was just yeah. So like last year, obviously the boiler broke and the house flooded, and then it smelled awful because um it the dampness had got into the carpet and it, mm-hmm. yeah. But something always happens, and like we still have a nice time. I and mean, obviously that was during COVID as well. Like great, we're now locked in our house with a soggy floor and broken boiler, but um, I. And you get really stressed at, at, about it at the time, and you just sort of have to laugh and just accept. Like I'm fully expecting something to go wrong this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what yet. I, maybe I should place bets with Pierce. Like what's gonna break this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I love that. I m- maybe the bet should be on the kitchen floor because when the boiler broke, we didn't realise it had damaged the um the floor the wood floor panels underneath mm-hmm. the kitchen lino and so they've got worse and worse and now when you step on the lino it like oh no it, it's bowed so you could feel a dip and you're I, gonna fall through it on christmas day oh my god that is good i'm gonna have christmas dinner in my hands and then i'm gonna go straight through the floor i'm calling mm-hmm. it i'm mm-hmm. gonna call mm-hmm. it be brilliant 100 percent. i will yeah. tell you there's something i like there's something that I I discovered a few years ago at Christmas that's quite um, nice, I guess. Okay. Um, so there's this um, the comedian. Um, I don't know if you know her, Sarah Millican. Yeah. She's yeah. um yeah you know, she does this thing at Christmas um, on Twitter and probably other places as well, and she literally just calls it join in and it's like Christmas Day. She um she basically puts this tweet up and she's like. If you want, if you want someone to talk to you at Christmas, just tweet and put this hashtag in there, and like, it's really like, 
it overcomes some of the loneliness of Christmas for some people because you read these things and it's like people who they've just lost like their wife or something or their their partner. God, yeah. You know, they've like, and it's like their first Christmas and they they can't they it's horrible or like you know they don't have any family around them whatever and they, yeah. it brings these people together and they end up. I I've done I last year I've done it for a few years I I just like talk to these people, um, oh. and it it makes me feel kind of because it's doing what I I like doing which is connecting with people but in a way that's like it's not like they're there and they're in front of you and then you have to have a conversation about because you know it's typical like conversations that you have with people and it's like like extended family things and it's like you don't you don't really know enough about what's going on in your life and you don't even remember what you told them last year so it's like oh mm. so what are you up to these days you know oh you're at uni oh yeah what are you studying again where are you and it's like you, you realize that they don't remember much about you and like Oh, you've got a job now. Where are you working? How long have you been there? Are you enjoying it? It's always like, are you enjoying it? And then yeah. you know that the answer is going to be, oh, it's all right. It pays the bills. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. something like, how was your journey? It's like, oh, I don't fucking care. Um, but you talk to these people, and it, like, it's very strange to, the fact that I'm just talking to a straight, but like, you know that you're, you're helping them because you're giving them someone to talk to or something, especially if, like, it's really hard for people to accept help, right? Generally, we're not humans; are not very good at no not accepting at help. Yeah. So these people have reached down. They've gone. Like, I'm having a, a shit time. And I just appreciate someone's talk to. Yeah. And so you talk to these people, and and you feel just like you're you're helping them feel a bit less lonely. But whatever they're going through, you're giving them just a a little thing, and 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 making that friendship, that connection with someone, and and allowing them to feel loved in a way and appreciate it which is is sometimes really necessary um and there's something about knowing that you're helping someone else that does make you feel a bit good inside i guess maybe it sums up what i i feel like christmas is which is like a time to be like you know just like hey you know it's nearly the end of another year and however it might have been you know you made it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you've whatever done happened it. in your year, whatever went on, whatever you know, if you've lost people, if you've had the worst time, if you had the best time, it's like good job, you made it, and you know we can. It's a new year, a chance to hopefully keep moving forward and doing new Definitely. things. Um, and I think it's such a lovely thing to do. One hundred percent. I was. Just I always. Thinking, oh, gone. Sorry. Um. Did you? go do the meals on wheels um thing with school i know portway did it but i couldn't remember if um i never got invited to do it which is kind of sad um yeah it's the kind of same thing i felt when i did um when we did the food bank um that's us in birmingham and we're seeing some people and some people they were so like isolated you were giving them some conversation on their doorstep for two minutes yeah they didn't care about the food they just wanted to talk to you yeah. Yeah, especially there's a there was a woman who um she was really lovely. She was in this like retirement home. Um I don't think she was very mobile. She was like not that old, but I, I think it just had some mobility issues. So like Yeah. She was like, Can I can I get someone to help with my shopping? You know, she had the money to pay, but she, it was difficulty getting to the shops. Um and she was also isolating. So me and, and my friend Beth we were like, Yes, yeah, absolutely, we'll do it. So you went around and we were like jumping around these shops trying to buy stuff and like because it was COVID and everything it kind of disappeared from shelves. You're going around six different shops trying to buy oh my rice God. and things and like 
specifically um, original flavor Lucasade. It was Lucasade. She wanted really? like two bottles of original flavor Lucasade. It was like the the little like treat that she. I was like, this is fine. I'm fine well, with this. Some people have that when they're ill. My I think it's my nanny who said that when people have she said was a lot ill, this recently. Yeah, it, yeah. Lucasade was always used to. So it might it might have been if she's a little bit older that um that Maybe. that was like why I didn't think she about that. It. I yeah. remember, but you know, so she she did that and she you know, she gave you some money and things, but you'd also like we went back in and dropped it off and it was like you know, you're like, you know, so how are you doing? How are you finding things? You know, like Yeah. Can we do anything to help you? And like Beth I know has continued apparently last year, um, they went and had Christmas dinner with her. Oh with this woman who I don't think she has many people around. And they had a Christmas dinner and they had a good time and she still goes and visits her frequently. She's like Beth doesn't even live as close anymore. She lives a bit further away, but she still makes the effort to go so and sweet. see how she's doing. And and she's such a lovely woman. Such a lovely woman. And it I I felt so good after it because it was like a nice even though the world felt like it was falling apart, I was having I had a kind of fun time with my friend trying to just go around and buy some rice from a shop and yeah. realise that people have panic is gone. But you're like, you're having a good time and then you get to make someone smile because it's like hey we got you this and yeah and you have a bit of a laugh when you're like sorry we couldn't get you this so we've got you two small bags of rice instead and this and it's like and you have a conversation with them and it it was such a it's just a nice thing that just there was no pressure there's no pressure in the encounter it was just a nice yeah you, you knew that you were making someone feel included and part of it and i that's why i like about the the join-in thing it's very it's very oh, sweet. So it's a very good. sweet way of just being like reaching out and and being like, hey, you know, we might never meet in real life, but well, that sometimes that's nicer for people. Mm. Like if you're struggling, you don't actually want to talk to someone that you're gonna see all the time. Yeah. Like I've definitely found that in the past, it's easier to talk to a stranger than it is to talk to your friends sometimes because you know absolutely that if if they if you they say something you don't like, you can just cut them out and that's that and it's mm-hmm. done and easy. And also sometimes you feel like you're burdening your friends when you, you tell of them course. like so I'm depressed and you you know, you feel like your friends are gonna be like, Oh man, it's still fucking again. Again with the depression. <laughs> still you know, like still I haven't you taken those pills or something? Like, come on now. Um and weirdly sometimes talking to someone else, they they give you some advice that you've not heard before. Or they Yeah. They tell you something in a way that just hits differently and it just it just makes that difference. So I hope it goes ahead. I mean, I think it will be. It's like, he's been doing it for like 10 years on Twitter. Ever. And Twitter is like a fucking cesspit sometimes. It's a disaster. It's full of like the most the horrible things. But it, it's a really nice thing. I hope it is happening this year. I'll, I'll be doing it if it is. Um, Actually, it's worth saying like our DMs are always open. Yeah. Um, and on Christmas we can like, I, I'm, I'm cooking Christmas dinner. So I might be a bit bad at replying, but I can definitely like reply at some point during christmas if anyone does need a chat yeah if someone wants to chat please do hit us up i mean i yeah i can't i can't tell you that replies will be instant even on Twitter, like they're not instantaneous there might be a few hours where i'm not because i'm doing something else or whatever but yeah i'm more than happy to have a a chat just about anything and everything or whatever even if Um, you want it to be like a chat that isn't about christmas like a chat about you know I will tell you what I'm doing. We can have the conversation where you ask me about what my job is and, yeah. <laughs> and how that's going. Oh, God. We'll do I'm, that. I'm I don't dreading, even care. I'm dreading that. Com- oh, my. 
Right, being unemployed, coming up to <laughs> yes. I fucking, I cannot wait oh. until, like, you know, the relatives who are like, oh, you know, well, you're just chasing your dream, you know, it's, it's really mm. inspiring. And they're like, have you heard they've been unemployed for two months? Oh, and you know what they'll do? tell you? They'll know, I can tell you what they'll tell you. If you just go around to businesses with your CV, just print oh. your CV a load of times and go and hand out to the thing, it's like, you can't do that anymore. That's not how job applications work. No. like yeah, <laughs> In me, 2021, we... you have to fill in your CV and then fill in a form, which is all the details from your CV again, and then fill in a different yes. form, which again is your what CV. What is that about? I had to do, so, um, like, I had to do video applications with some of mine because video it's creative job. Yeah, I had to do... So, I did a video. Um, mm. And then they also wanted me to fill in this form. And they had loads of, like, specific questions about why I wanted mm-hmm. the job. And mm-hmm. then it asked me to attach my CV, even though I'd already put in to You've already given them the all form, your details, right? Like, yeah, what my highest level of education is. Like, well, um, if I am sponsored to work in the UK or whatever random crap. Like, you can get everything off my... Oh, and then and then it says option for a cover letter. And you know when you're like, you've just asked me like 10 yeah. really open-ended questions, which I've just wrote like 2,000 words plus. Oh, and you know the worst about those questions? It's like... um. So how do you think working at uh, Universal Music, how do you feel like you embody the values <laughs> of Universal Group? How do you feel like, what value can you bring to the business? Do you do you feel like your ethos is in line with art? It's like, stop using these words. Are yeah, you, it clearly, sounds so Clearly, I'm applying for a job because I need a job. You yeah. Know? Why? Why are you applying for a job? And, I need and money. Obviously, I want to work for your company because I'm applying to your company. Yeah. Like. I... <laughs> I have chosen your company to apply to. I need a job because I need money. I think this job will be okay. Consequently, here are my like qualifications. Here's my things. Hire me if you think I could do the job. <laughs> I don't want to have to have a conversation. What do you think you can bring to the universal family? It's always a family. You know? Yeah. Like, it's like, I... What can you bring to our business? Family? It's like, fuck off. I'm not part of your family. <laughs> I'm not any of this. Like when I'm working for you, I won't slag you off. That's what I'm gonna. <laughs> I won't. And even that, <laughs> I can't promise you. Behind closed doors, I'll be like the fucking shit, man. I suck. Oh, so the worst one was I recently applied to um to Sony, uh, an internship there, and uh, I didn't. Did you mind? <laughs> Mummy's talking. Even your dogs know they're like, oh no, it's not fucking Sony again. <laughs> not Sony again. So this this form, oh my god, it was like, yeah, the video application, the cover letter, the form, everything, questions, um, and I, that made me like excited really because I was like, well, they they really care about like finding the right person. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Anyway, what I hadn't realised at the time was that they posted uh, about five different of these internship roles but for different um parts of the company yeah and so it got me uh like for the different little record labels like little management teams and stuff and um and one of the last questions was like why do you want to work for this department specifically um and so i wrote this big thing about you know why i wanted to work Mm. for this bit and then I submitted it and then I saw, oh, brilliant. There's four other internships doing exactly the same thing. I can apply mm-hmm. to that. And I thought, no, I fucking can't. 
Because you just told them that you want to work for that one specifically. Yeah, and then you're like, if I then go and apply to those other jobs, then it looks insincere what I've said about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, I would love to work for any one of those. I'd be passionate about. I'm passionate about all types of music. So like, it doesn't matter. But because of that one question in the form. I was Let's like, be real. If you're looking for a job, we've all done the same thing. We've all gone on to Indeed or whatever it is, and we typed in um, music management role, and you put yeah. in where you are, and you put in how far away you want to be, and maybe you put in your salary, and it's gone. Here are some jobs that match it, and that is why you want to work for them <laughs> because they offered you a job that fit the criteria that you were asking for, and consequently, you have applied. That is the reason. <laughs> Do you want to know something that, like, oh my god, like someone stamped on my heart? I was, I was. Not. Oh. Um, basically, there's this company that I've like wanted to work for for years, and I I agreed that I was going to do an internship with them at some point, but then it didn't it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the following year that I could have done it, I was going on tour with the band, mm-hmm. and I was like. I'd already agreed to I couldn't go back on it just for the sake of maybe having an internship there anyway I'd sent them my CV and I'd sent a little thing saying you know I know you don't have any jobs advertised at the moment but I'd love it if you could keep hold and then like two weeks later or a week later if that they then advertise a job and you know you're like uh, ouch (laughs) you're like oh okay thanks that hurts yeah, and and the job. To be fair, they wanted someone with more experience than I had. But you know, you're like I have uh, like slick sounds so bad, but like not in the terms of me being like I'm. I, I'm passionate about that company. I'm passionate about the people there, yeah, yeah. and um, and I'm very much in love with what they do. So, but that's the thing. You've poured your heart and soul into something that I'd really love to work for you. Here's my. CV and, and that and that was the thing it was so genuine it wasn't just like mm. yeah with one of the bigger companies when you when you everything you say sounds fake because they're a massive company like universal sony warner all of them are so big and yeah they have had an impact on your life but when it's a smaller company that's impacted your life massively it's mm more significant in a way because everything is personalized it's because the thing is you don't want to just sure if i was applying to work at tesco or sainsbury's as a a cashier i could send a very generalized um cv and cover letter and just change a couple of bits um on them and i could send it to i will tell you something even that even that is difficult even i i can tell you i was rejected by tesco twice (gasps) <gasps> rejected off. by tesco Fuck. for a, like a customer like general like cash of it because they ask for it it's fully like you have to create an account on their careers website and you have to give them a cv and a cover letter and you have to do stuff and you have to do a video interview and you have to do an in-person interview and you have to suck their dick and tell them why tesco is the best supermarket ever and you have wait to... was this for like a just a till job yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, to get and like I remember when I was younger, I was like, someone's like, oh, you just send your CV in. So I sent, I think I sent my CV into like the manager of the Sainsbury's in Milton Keynes. I was like, oh, I want a job. And they're like, oh, I really appreciate it. You got to go through the website and you got to sign up and you got to do this and you go this and you go. You go tell them. You got to tell them how much you want as a salary. For some reason, for some bizarre reason, you're like, well, how much are you looking to get paid? I'm like, 
enough to what, live? Uh, money. Um, yeah. So even that is hell. Jesus. And I, I got, they do the like test as well. And they're like, oh, so you're in a situation. A customer has come up to you and they've just, they've just thrown up all over the um, pots <laughs> and pans. Um, what do you do? And the options are kick them in the balls, um, tell them you'll sort out and then make someone else do it or immediately stop what you're doing and take the thing over there and like, yeah, I know what you want me to say, this what I feel like, like I would do is thing. say, yo, can you do that? Because I don't want to deal with this person's fucking <laughs> gob all over the pans, that's not what I want. Um, so yeah, even, even, what, even jobs that should be easy uh, to apply for are uh, fucking, <laughs> you know? So... It's a it's a horrible basically if you're at boomers, hey, this is one for you. You don't listen to this, let's be honest. We're too woke for you and you wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> do do but, not um, call us woke. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> well, I that's basically us now. Um if you're listening, uh just a fun thing. You can't just give your C V to places anymore. They won't accept it. Guessing jobs is difficult. It's hell. We're having a really tough time down here. So think about that when you're enjoying your pension, and remember next time, maybe consider voting for someone who's going to help us out. Thanks. Carry on. That was brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here all week. I, that, I think the most <laughs> the hilarious bit about that is um my oh no never mind. Oh, am I gonna... editing this out? No, well, kind of. My my phone, um, for some reason, like I filmed some stuff at the gig, so my but my phone is like f- full, and oh. it stopped recording. And I managed to get it just to record as you went on your little Tory rant then. Um, but then I don't know what you're suggesting. Me <laughs> ranting? No, I would never. Um, but as I. Uh, fi- thought I fixed it it then was like no you're still full and I don't uh, have we been talking for longer than normal I'm I don't think it's mm, that no it's about the same length as normal uh, maybe it's just I took uh, obviously I have all the band stuff on my phone I should probably empty that well look I'll, should, we, should, we, should we wrap it up neat? I mean I'm guessing yeah. at this point you have no video so it's just me it, it's just it's just you now oh Hi everyone, it's me. Hey, <laughs> I'm that guy who just told Boomers to fuck off. Hello. Brilliant. Um, but yes, basically, um, I hope what we've done here in one way or another has been like, I I just hope we've opened people's eyes to the, the idea that not everyone is happy at Christmas. Um, and if you if you know people who are struggling at Christmas or someone tells you that like, I'm just not feeling it. Don't yeah. just call them a Scrooge. These, if you do one thing, don't just call them a Scrooge. Just see if there's a way that you can help make their Christmas a little bit better. In the way that they need. Not the way you think they will need it. Not in the way of being like, turn on, do they know it's Christmas or something. <laughs> like, just ask them what they need and, and see if you can help them. And you and them will feel better. Yes. That was... That was great. I didn't have anything to add. You sort of nailed sometimes, it. Sometimes, sometimes, and I, I don't want to be that guy, but sometimes, 
I feel like I've I've done a good thing. <laughs> you you did a good thing there. I I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, anyway. no. Remember, we will try and check our DMs on Facebook and yes. not Facebook on Instagram and yes. are you cuz I don't As go ever. on Twitter, but will you I be... I I it, in one way or another, I'm always I get the pings when the social media goes off cool. or whatever. So Yeah, so, so we'll be Instagram. able to if you Whatever. if you're feeling a little bit sad then or a lot bit it, sad yeah <laughs> if you're feeling sad hi my name is chris and i'm a fucking depressive so or even if can... your family are just annoying you because you know oh, that, God, that's yeah. that's relevant too we we can relate to a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> between so, us um, we've got a <laughs> collection and if, if you're enjoying this if you're watching this on youtube and you're enjoying this just like could you leave a comment underneath and just like if it's just like a love heart, because um, it it makes us feel good and also it helps us out with the whole YouTube thing. Yeah, definitely. And like, obviously, if you're not following, you know, if you've got three... if you're not following, give us a Christmas present. Follow, <laughs> it's free. Yeah, it's a win-win. Present, love it. Nailed it. Nailed cool. it. Okay, we love you lots. Um. I don't know when the next episode is airing. I was going to say when it was getting there. And then I, I panicked because I realised I didn't know. But we'll see you then. Whenever that is, we'll be there. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye.